Mark Wilson, man, you, you've done so much, enjoyed an incredible career, but one can only think that uh, supporting the Rolling Stones around Europe was definitely a highlight. Touring right? for Europe was great because when you're doing the U- Europe fest- European festivals, which are some of the best in the world, because you're in a new country every second yeah. day, you know, every weekend you're in a new country speaking in another, like I speaking in another language yeah. and different cuisine and, you know, different look and feel to everything. And touring with the Stones at the same time. So you, yeah. t- you do the European festivals on the weekend and then, <laughs> and then during the week you go out and play with the Rolling Stones. It's a hard you know? life, man. Yeah. It's a hard life. Because so, like, otherwise you've got to have all that, no one's really doing headline shows at that time of year because there's so many festivals on. Yeah. There's a festival in every country. There's several festivals in every country. So you're not really doing a headline show. So what you do is you just, if you're big enough like the Rolling Stones, you just do your own shows. You don't do festivals. Yeah, of course. But then we jump on a, on their shows during the week. So so Monday to Thursday, we're playing with the Rolling Stones. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're at a festival in Germany or Denmark or Sweden or France or yeah. So when you're with the Stones, they kind of take you under their wing. They did on that second tour because we'd done that first one with them already. They knew us, and by then, by this, it was probably 2006 or seven. So we'd we'd been around a while. People, you know, they more people knew us, and we were relatively big band. And also, all of the um, security, their personal security, and I don't know if that's still the case. So Mick's guy and Keith's guy and Ronnie's guy, they're all Aussies. Right. And their head of security was Aussie. And they're all these Aussie ex-rugby players. So yeah. they, they're the gatekeepers. Yeah, you know? of course. So they all liked us because we were Australian and they knew us and they were stoked to have us on the tours. So we got invited to have dinner with them all the time because we got into the circle. We were getting it. invited to dinners and having, um, going to parties with them and eating, di- eating, they have a, in, when they tour, they, I don't know if it's still called the same thing, but they have a, a room. So backstage at every, every stadium, they dress it like they have someone come in and make it not look like a stadium. So yeah. it's all dressed like, yeah, gotcha. you know, plants and cool stuff and pool tables. And there's no, you can't see any beige walls anywhere. It's yeah. all like black drapes and they're a backstage stylist yeah they do they have a, they travel with a stylist so it feels comfy and nice for them and i guess it fe- there's a sense of normalcy to it. it's not like you know for me i'd probably drive me mad seeing the same things every day but yeah so they have their personal dining room which not nor- you're normally not allowed to go into called the shabine room and it's got all their favorite things you know keith's shepherd's pie which the, the legend is no one's allowed to eat it before him but i ate his shepherd's pie <laughs> before him many times but then, you know, you'd be sitting there having catering and then Ronnie would see you sitting on his on your own and be like, come over here, mate, come over. And you'd go and sit down and, you know, bring your plate over and sit plonk next to Ronnie. Is that Keith Shepherd's pie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you eating Keith Shepherd's pie? You know, it was just great because you're in, you know, we're playing Spain and Portugal and all these great towns and going out for, you know, on days off, they'd invite us to parties on rooftops where they'd get the best flamenco guitarists in, in Spain and the, and the best dancers, flamenco dancers to do a show for them on top of a hotel roof and have dinner. And, you know, it's just like the wild stuff that would happen to them every day, but it's like happened to us once. You know? How frustrating is that that happened maybe like three or four years before the iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about- hey, but you know what? It's nice to just have it as a memory rather than something I've videoed, you know? That's true. I don't know how Mick would go with a camera in his No, face, I don't think you'd last very long on the tour. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to this clip. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to Triple M Rock, uh, Triple M's homegrown with myself, Matteo. I'd really appreciate it. And thanks again for all the love and keep listening. We'll uh, keep pumping out all these interviews the next time.